thing that matters are the decisions you make and the mindset you have. Gratitude, hard work, patience, these are the keys. My name is Brandon Akira, and this is The Think Tank. What's up, everybody? This is Brandon Akira. I am the Vice President of Marketing and Business Development for Tebow Dental, and this is The Think Tank. Super excited, a podcast. Never in a million years did I think I'd be venturing into something like this, but I'm super pumped. I've got Ryan Dinning here with me. He's on my team, Public hey Relations. <laughs> I'll get started by uh, telling you a little bit about myself, and it really just starts off with I work at a dental office. You know, We have several practices here in Atlanta, and I've been here for eight years. And in that time, it's been one heck of a ride and I've learned a lot and I just wanna share some of the stuff that I've learned with people and I wanna learn more from people. I think that's a huge part of the podcast, but that's a little bit about me. And Ryan here is on my team. I am, I am, I'm a, one of the public relations specialists here. I actually been with a company for a little over six months now, started yeah. back in December and I work at a dental office. Yeah. and never saw myself working in a dental office. Same here. Um, at heart, uh, one of the things that the two of us share, uh, we're both actors. Yeah. Um, he's a little bit more musically inclined. <laughs> I'm deaf in one ear, so that makes music not so great when it comes from my lips. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it was uh, we met through acting, actually. I yeah. had answered a call to play one of the, uh, the mascots that exists here at Tebow Dental called Tebow the Tooth, a very interesting and unique character that I do not believe exists in any single dental practice anywhere else. Or anywhere else in the world for that matter. No, no, yeah, no, not yeah. even kind of. And oddly enough, I have found more opportunity for my acting career here than I have in the last 15 years of waiting tables. Yeah. So uh, I'm happy and excited to be here and excited to be here with, uh, with Brandon. Yeah. Actually, speaking of, that's kind of why I'm here, Brandon, is yeah. to kind of get everybody uh, on the same page as to why we're sitting here, why people are listening to you at this exact moment. So you sort of kind of went into it at the beginning, talking about what you sort of uh, decided to show up for today. But I want you to go a little bit more into it. What are you kind of hoping that people get from this podcast every week or every two weeks? Or we still are kind of figuring out how often we're going to put it out, but... The one thing that, that resonated with me was probably one of the things when you and I first started talking and you, you were helping the company with some of our, our marketing is that I've had a lot of different jobs. You know, I've held a lot of different positions and had some great experiences. And, you know, but working here put me more in the career seat in terms of a corporate environment, a structured environment than I ever had before. What are kind of some of the other ones that you came from? What is it? Give me just a mixed bag or a mixed grab bag of the things that you used to do before you uh, got here. I built my own studio. We had it on Peachtree Street, and that was a that was a fun ride. I am an actor, been singing my whole life. You know, the cat's really out of the bag in terms of, you know, me blending all of these worlds together. I too waited tables for quite some time. You mm -hmm. know, I private dining, you know, the hospitality, the service industry, I think it teaches you something about being able to give something incredible to people. And I've just found that this podcast is a great way to do that. You know, I had a flooring company for several years, so I had my own business in that respect. I learned a lot from some really, really brilliant people about how to run a business. And I've learned even more from the leadership team here about how to scale a business. And so it's kind of like, I feel that I've found certain levels of success, not anywhere near where I feel like I want to be, you know, in terms of where I see myself going, but I've figured out a couple of things and my failures have really, really refined me and my approach to my day and how I interact with people. And I really want to just take an opportunity to exploit that 
and really have some conversations with some people and learn more about what I can do to kind of further down that process, but also help people with some of the mistakes that I've made, some of the successes I've had, and really just take all of that collective experience in different aspects of business and apply it to something tangible, something that will be written in digital stone, if you will. Gotcha. Yeah, Yeah. the podcast is perfect for Mm -hmm. that. It's a perfect way to exploit that. Yeah. So you've brought up a couple of different ventures in which you were business oriented. Do you Mm -hmm. kind of believe that this is only geared towards someone with business interests? No, I mean, honestly, you know, where we're going to take this podcast, and I'm really excited about topic-wise, the latitude that we have in terms of the things that we can cover. Me personally, one of the most important things that I've learned in terms of being successful or, you know, trying to find value in your day with business or with work is that it starts with the person. It starts inside, and if you don't really kind of understand who you are and what you stand for and the person that's going to arrive to work each day, then it's just a lot of time spent without the kind of value that you can get out of it that you deserve. And so I really just feel like taking a step back, thinking about people, thinking about what creates value for people and helping people realize how that can be translated into their business, their professional, that sort of thing, and how morals and ethics in your personal life combined with the same ethics applied in business is where real success comes from. Gotcha. You know? I mean, I think that's kind of one of the things that attracted me to wanting to work with you kind of from the beginning was that it was you were not, you know, like, like I told you, I came from a service industry world as well. That's where I can kind of connect with you. But a lot of that is single serving service. It's yeah. 45 minutes with the table trying to convince them that this is going to be the best place you're going to be for the right. next 45 minutes and hoping at the end that they had felt that way. And what's the way in which we we decide how that success is gauged? Mm-hmm. It's with a tip. Yeah. From the moment I met you, and I should say we first mm-hmm. met because I came in and got hired to play Tebow the Tooth. Mm-hmm. And I had done about three different events with you guys. And every single time that I would do them, you were probably the most motivating person I have ever met. <laughs> and then to learn, not to learn, but to understand that this is coming from a dental practice yeah. of all places. Like yeah. nobody, especially in their 20s, is sitting there thinking about, you know, like, you know where I'm going to learn a lot of success and motivation and everything? You know where the epicenter of all that is? Mm-hmm. Teeth. Yeah. It's in the dental mm-hmm. profession. Yeah. No, Brushing like nobody. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, while that's really great and awesome, but it, it's it's incredibly unique. And that's what's really kind of great. I'm really excited that you're going to be able to bring all of this insight, all of these connections that you have to not only the people that work here, but anyone else that's going to decide to hit subscribe on our podcast. Yeah. So that's great. I think yeah. that's really awesome. So well, one thing, and one thing I want to point out is that, you know, you did come into the equation. Your role here today reminds me a lot of my role when I first came in. Explain that. So seven years ago, before we had, you know, these plush toys and we had half a dozen or more of these costumes and we really had figured out. Well, hold on. And you got to say, you just said plush toys. What are you talking about plush toys? We've got this Tuck Me and Tebow. He's a little You have a miniature sized version of the big guy. Of the big guy. So (laughs) if you can just wrap your mind around, you know, Barney in a dental office, but for kids and he's a giant tooth and he has a voice and you know so he kind of has this whole life and this personality but a lot of it was dentistry as an industry and i think that you know a lot of us professionals a lot of my professionals out there can relate not every single industry although you can make a difference in people's lives it really really starts with the person that comes to work every day right, right? so for dentistry for example you've got a very specific form and process that you can apply to produce the same results with every single patient. 
That's what I've learned about dentistry. Right. Is that if you, you have the right experience, you have the right team, you can cultivate a system that is so refined that and so perfected that your ability to produce high results consistently can happen dozens and dozens and dozens of times per day. However, with Tebow the Tooth, they had a mascot. When I first came into the equation, it was pretty generic. I was helping them with the phone tree just because I have audio production experience, hence the podcast. <laughs> and I, like you, started going around. I, you know, I, I saw this character. I saw this potential. I really liked the brand of Tebow Dental. I, I liked the people and what they stood for. It was, you know, it was more than a handshake. It was just, it was really, really just a workflow, you know, friendly conversation. So for me to, to go around the office and kind of observe the children and observe what the value of that character brought, it made me feel like, wow. This is purpose defined. For kids that are apprehensive and they're nervous about something, they leave with a smile on their face and they, they're turning around with their hand up because they, you know, looking back because they don't want to go. And that's the power and the magic that Tebow the Tooth brings into the environment. And so for five, six years straight, pounding the pavement, going around the office in a costume, going to schools, you know, um, visiting thousands and thousands of kids per year with our community service. And, you know, not to sound all with the shameless plug, but it's the reality of what's gotten us here today, that willingness to be innovative, but can you execute? And then a whole lot of trust being built over time. I feel like with you coming into the equation now, it's kind of allowing us the platform to take things to the next level in terms of that character. And, and really, we took a step back and realized as technologically advanced as things become, at the very basis, making the kids happy and making the, the parents and the kids comfortable, that is what makes us different. And that is what inspired everything that we've done, you know, leading up to a toy and music CDs and a storybook and things like that. And I think the thing that you're sort of missing in, in what you're not coming out and saying straight out to people because you're a fantastic person who's grounded and humble <laughs> is that you were sort of instrumental in kind of bringing the toy to life, to expanding the Tebow the Tooth universe, to creating a comic book that comes along with this in videos, in yeah. YouTube. And then on top of that too, you know, you. I have to say this first, is that um, it's impressive. It's impressive and it has merit, and that's why I decided to stick around. You have a 4D theater. You have a yeah. 4D theater. That's something that's incredible. Like, you don't see it at a dental office. Can you give just a little explanation? That was your brainchild, wasn't it? I mean, it was. It's the same thing with Tebow the Tooth and Barney, for example, where we didn't— and I, and I use that example because it's well-known. Right, Point of course. blank, you know? But it's like the Sesame Street thing where it's not rocket science— in an environment where kids are apprehensive, distractions. Healthy, educational, informative, fun distractions. What we essentially did was we started creating these videos using the character, and this was probably within my first year, and the reason that we did that was because we wanted to create enough content for YouTube and for Google, because we saw that SEO was, it was on the bang, it was where things were going in terms of if you wanna be relevant online, this is where you need to be. So we started creating videos with Tebow the Tooth specifically for that. Mm -hmm. At one point I'm like, okay, well, now that we have enough videos, kids like the tooth, can it be an attraction? Why don't we develop some sort of Tebow TV with all of them and, you know, because, Three, four, five-year-old kids, they're not going on YouTube. I no. hope they're not. <laughs> you know, <laughs> well, not, we not know. with we not give with, it another decade. Without, you know, with uh, <laughs> full, you know, um, exposure to that. But being able to have the kids come in and, and let them see, you know, what the experience was like with the characters and the mascot and all that stuff in the office, it, it was something that made us different. And so when we opened our uh, Decula office in 2013, I said, let's put a kid store in there. Let's get some T-shirts and stuff like that. Tebow already goes to the schools. He does these dental presentations for National Children's Dental 
Health Month. We've seen over 100,000 kids over the past several years. And I was like, let's take it a step further. Let's put some of this media into a 4D theater and have lights and seats vibrating and, you know, and just kind of create, you know, smoke and wind and snow and, and create this magical kind of experience for kids so that they would feel different I guess us redefining what it means. You made for an experience it. You made it so that people could you, little kids look forward to going to the dental office. That was the goal. What you did, Brandon, is you sat there and you innovated something that nobody had thought to innovate in that way. And I think that's ultimately why we're here, isn't yeah. it? That yeah. we're looking to kind of capitalize, or really, it's you're looking to sort of capitalize on people's success and the innovation that they and the innovative steps they take to attain that success. Yeah. You say that's about right. Yeah. Yeah. And I guess at this point. Marketing is an interesting thing. It is the one thing that every business needs, but it has to have a heartbeat and there has to be a sense of authenticism because people now have more access to more information than ever. People have never really been stupid, you no. know? But now that people have more access to communicating with one another, it levels the playing field. And I feel like us appreciating what the difference we've been able to make in the in-office experience and kind of the name we've made for ourselves being a private practice. I mean, we're very small fish in a huge pond. You know, our next competitors, you know, with we have four offices. We're, we're looking to uh, lock down a fifth. And the reality is, I mean, we've got competitors that have 50 offices in Atlanta. 500 nationwide wow. if you talk about family dentistry. You know? I never knew that. And so then it's kind of like my approach is sales and healthcare don't mix. It never has for me. Mm -hmm. I'm not a fan of that. That's not what we're about. That's not what we represent. So let's just be as give, give, give as much as we can and see if people pick up on that, see if the parents appreciate it. And overall, we've seen that it makes that difference. But in time, I started to realize that if we're going to scale a business, if we're going to grow a business the responsible way, and we're going to expand into other industries and use technology to see you know, how far we can take things, for example, a podcast, we have to really pay attention to our people. And we have to understand that and for me, I think it's probably been the most prolific thing that I've learned over the past couple of years is I've just been soaking in so many podcasts and so many books and just feeling like a, a child of knowledge and realizing that the number one most important and most valuable resource that a company has is, are their people. Right. Bottom line, human capital, manpower, no matter how you slice it, and really just kind of understanding that if we focus on doing the right things for the right reasons, it'll break through. We're going to make mistakes. We can't be there every second of the day. Even with our patients, we do our absolute best. I truly believe we have the best team we've ever had, and people do their absolute best. But it's not a fail-proof system. But I think that us doubling down on our company culture, understanding people, and taking some of those moral ethics things that I touched on in the very beginning, and really, really putting our hands in the soil and, and refining the communication and using technology to do that with these kind of platforms, and understanding the people will be the key to immeasurable success. But not just success from a monetary standpoint. Mm -hmm. success from a standpoint of being happy and having purpose with what you do every day, but also inspiring that in your employees Dang, you know, and, yes. and allowing them to do that for themselves. Absolutely. Yeah. I think that that's something that a lot of people kind of can pull from right now, mm -hmm. especially with, and, and there's so many different mediums in which you can get that from any sort of industry. Yeah. But um, it's incredibly unique that you're going to be taking on this task and doing it from your perspective here and from a dental office. And then it's not just about dentistry. It's about everybody. It's about what's at the core. And, and that's commendable, Brandon. And let, me, and let me tell you, this is what's kind of scary, like just to put it out there. No one said that we had to do this. No. Part of the innovation process is the fact that everything that I've ever done here with marketing was never an expectation. The only expectation has been execute, mm -hmm. deliver, and be accountable. And look if, at where you are today. 
I mean, we're going places. There you know, we, we go, still, man. We, but I'll tell you, it's a marathon. It's it is. a marathon. You know, it's not a sprint. It's a marathon. And, you know, just kind of letting the marketing kind of have a life of its own has started to produce a sense of purpose in me. And that's why I've been so passionate about delivering this podcasting. It's not even about me wanting to kind of put my name or my voice on something. It's more about realizing that it's an ethical commitment because if I've learned anything and I'm not sharing that with all of our people, people who are employees, people who are my friends, colleagues, people who have invested and, and had respect for people like Jess and you and me, it's kind of like on some level, it could be in vain. You know, and I really, really just have a, a tremendous amount of respect for people who have seen that potential and have given me opportunities, you know, here and there. And I also want our team members and young people, the millennials, myself being one, realize that, you know, hard work and accountability and dedication and being happy and grateful for the opportunity is okay. And in fact, it's the new cool. Exactly. You know? That's awesome. I think we have a lot to look forward to for the coming podcasts. Can you give me an idea? What do we have to look forward to with the next one? One of the questions, and, you know, we talk about this stuff a lot. I mean, I know you and I have, but I ask a lot of questions and, you know, I can be a little talkative. I don't know if you guys know that or not. I think everybody just learned that. Yeah, just a little <laughs> bit. But I listen. I listen. And I listen to understand and not listen to respond. And I've learned that that's a really, really valuable tool in terms of being able to find out what's important to people. I know one of the biggest questions that I get, and it's really kind of, it's, I've looked within and realized, okay, this is people's perception of me. So I need to deliver on that. And I need to respect that. People want to understand what they can do to become more successful, but it also kind of takes understanding how people define success. So we're going to dive a little bit into success and what that means and what it means for people in a departmental individual, personal, professional, and really just try to give people insight and resources that help them understand that consistency and being committed to your success is very, very important, but it's most important that you make a committed decision, an ethical decision that off the clock and on the clock, you're going to be this committed person to whatever it is that, that you want to be successful at. It doesn't just start or stop with professional. You know, it could be a personal relationship. It could be, you know, maybe your commitments outside of work. It could be the fact that, you know, maybe you have a nine to five, but you're also trying to hustle and trying to start your own business, you know, on eBay or whatever it is that you're into. Absolutely. You know? and, Absolutely. And how do you really balance all that? So there's a lot of different, you know, angles in terms of what success is and what it means to people. And I, and I really hope to offer some clarity and insight in how they can help achieve that. I'm lives. really looking forward to that. I'm looking forward to seeing kind of what the baseline is that you roll out for people and what yeah. you kind of define as success. And people are going to kind of be able to hear from you as well from others, what it means to them. So that's exciting, man. I'm really glad that you're bringing this to us all. Yeah, yeah. Um, super excited to do it. Jess, was it Jess? Jess knows. Jess is the one that keeps us on with everything that we have. Yes. Without her, this wouldn't be here at all. Right. We wouldn't be doing any of this. And she has a notepad over there that says subscribe. Ah, yes. Cool. So That's if, important. <laughs> so if you like what you've heard today and you want to hear more or you want to double down and you want to think with us, you want to hop inside the tank, then subscribe to this podcast. We're going to be throwing stuff up on YouTube. We want you to check that out too. Tell us what you like. Tell us what you don't. Help us become better. And I'll tell you this, that, you know, I'm very motivated, inspired by these mega successful people like Tony Robbins and things like that, but I don't think that I've really gotten there yet. And I'm really, really excited about people, you know, maybe hopping in this vehicle with us and going on this journey with us and learning with us. So if you're down to do that, subscribe and join us. Join the think tank. The think tank. The think tank. <laughs> we just said that two or three times fast. There we go. There we go. Awesome. We'll see you guys next time. Gratitude, hard work, patience. 
These are the keys. This is the think tank. That was baller, man. Awesome. Go. Right. That was good. Authentic, real. You talked as much as you needed to talk. You let me cut you off. You see, the only thing that matters are the decisions you make and the mindset you have.